Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, but should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Here we are again with another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. How many listeners have heard of leiomyosarcoma? No, until recently, I'd never heard of it. So what is it? It's described as a type of rare cancer that grows in the smooth muscles. The smooth muscles are in the hollow organs of the body, including the intestines, stomach, bladder, and blood vessels. Our guest today is going to tell us his story of dealing with leiomyosarcoma, and joining us from the UK is Luke Goodwin. Luke, nice to have you, and you have a very interesting story. Tell us how this started for you. It was about a year ago when you were driving your wife, Becky, to work. Yeah, that's right. So basically, yeah, I was just driving the normal morning. I got up with uh, my partner, Becky, well, my wife, Becky, took the kids to uh, nursery, and I said, oh, I've got a bit of a sort of stitch in my right-hand side. Didn't think anything of it. And uh, by the time I'd got <clears throat> 10 minutes down the road or so to, to Becky's work, um, I said, you're going to have to ring me an ambulance because the, the pain was that bad. Anyway, so, um, yeah, my mum arrived there and was like, you know, ran an ambulance and they said, oh, it's going to be uh, sort of eight hours before we can get here. I was like, <laughs> you know, by this point, I thought, yeah, exactly. I, I thought to myself, am I having an heart attack or something big's going off? So I, um, I said to him, look, we'll have to drive down to, to, to the A&E, to, to the hospital. I went in there. There was about three or four blokes in front of me. Obviously, could see how much pain I was in. They sort of ushered me across and was like, look, mate, you can go before me. So <laughs> we get checked into the A&E. The leave us sat there for a good hour or so, maybe. So which then she takes me through to the back to to assess what what she thought uh, this was. Not once did they uh, look at my abdomen or my side. They just put me down on a chair, stuck a cannula in my hand, and left me to sit for about about two hours before I was then moved to another room where I I sat for probably maybe again maybe again two hours or somewhere around there where I thought you know fuck this I've had enough so uh, <laughs> I got up. Walked out of the hospital. I pulled the cannula out of my hand. I said to my mum, look, I don't know what's going on. I feel a bit better because they'd filled me with some kind of pain release. And I went to see the doctors the next day. Uh, not the next day, within the next couple of days after. Basically, they, they, they put it down to uh, kidney stones to start with uh, after finding a, a, a speck of blood in my urine. So we, we took it as, oh, okay, it makes sense. And a week or so, maybe two weeks went past. Nothing really changed or anything. I was just trying to pee what I thought was going to be a stone come out of somewhere. <laughs> to which they, they did some more scans. were like, look, we, we want to have a look further into this. So they did a, um, an ultrasound scan and they found a 68 mil mass on my uh, right side of my liver. So um, they, they instantly said, right, we need to get that biopsied. But while they was there, they also checked my lungs and saw shadows on them as well. So, yeah, they, they referred me for a CT scan or an MRI scan, one of the two. You know, got better pictures of these things, said, yeah, we can see on your liver, your lungs, and, and your lymph node. So after that, then they, they referred me for a, a biopsy of my liver. Not the nicest thing in the world. <laughs> and it, that come back as, yeah, this leomyosarcoma. 
as of that, I mean, whether you guys want to uh, go through this bit, I, this is where I started sort of right. Okay, well, we need to look at sort of remedies, you know, because the ke- the wait for chemotherapy was, was about eight or nine weeks. I thought, you know, th- with the doctor saying this is rare and hyper uh, aggressive, I thought, what am I going to do? You know, you know, as anyone would. So uh, that that was pretty much the the intro to this thing. And yeah, the the the, the, the cannabis side of it. I usually got straight onto them pre uh, chemotherapy, so I don't know what if it had done anything before that. But like I said, the the original diagnosis was sixty eight mil. Yeah, that's uh, you for that's about two and a half inches. That's a pretty fair size tumor on your liver. That must have been a hell of a shock for you, going from thinking you had kidney stones to this leiomyosarcoma with the big tumor on your liver. Yeah, it, <laughs> it took all of us by surprise. I mean, I've always been quite active and stuff. And when when they told me it was this, it sort of everything fit into place. Like I was thinking, oh, I'm getting more tired. And, and the, the more that I said, obviously, this is what this cancer does. It'll drain you. You'll be out of breath, blah, blah, blah. Everything was sort of fitting into place. And yeah, it did. It made, made sense. But at the same time, you know, being told that blew my mind completely. Look, what kind of prognosis did they give you when they when they delivered this news? Well, it, it was, they've been very vague with the whole thing. They've, they've basically said in a roundabout way, it's uncurable, in which some people look at it as, as terminal, a terminal diagnosis. But yeah, I got a letter from my doctor, which uh, when I was, I was pulling some funds out of whatever I was pulling out of. Yeah, and I got this letter come through and said, the, the actual writing said, uh, in your professional opinion, does the patient have less than 12 months to live and it ticked yeah and that that was the first point where it sort of really smacked me in the face of like you know a professional doctor is saying i've got 12 months now so you say yeah that was what goes through your mind there luke when you see the tick in that box because that would have got my attention it sure did that Uh, um it I, i don't even really know how to put into words it was kind of like uh i don't i I don't really know how to react to it. I, I thought, is this wrong? Am I, am, I, am I missing things? Or, you know, it was just utter disbelief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you've got a wife and two kids, don't you? I have, yeah. I've got, um, yeah, a wife, which I, I uh, married uh, October last year. So it's not long ago, 26th of October um, last year. This was because of this this whole thing that we, we sort of sped it up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, a wife and two kids. Wow. <laughs> okay, did you uh did you undergo chemo at all? Yes, I had chemotherapy. That was um doxorubicin and diacarbazine, which I'm told is, is is better known as the red devil. Um yeah. th- that stuff was absolutely brutal. It's um I mean, I don't know whether you guys know about it, but it's it's two, obviously two drugs. One's a very very red color, um, and the other's like a, a clear liquid. And, and when they, they, they basically put the, the, the red, I don't know which one's what, the red stuff in, they'll put that in first, which I have three of these like syringe type things, then followed by um, what looks like a drip bag, which is obviously the, the, the other one in the in the, in the the drip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first time I had the chemotherapy, I went to the toilet after for a week and uh, nobody told me that this stuff, when you pee, it, it comes out how it looks when it goes in. <laughs> so I went, for, mm-hmm. went to the toilet afterwards and I just saw this stream of red, uh, so I, I sort of went to the woman. Oh, hey, what's what, what's going on here? What's this? Because they didn't tell me that you know it basically comes through like that. 
So, so that was a shock, followed by the the after effects and side effects of this thing was. I was mostly all right, and it'd be it'd be like day six after I've had chemo to day twelve or thirteen. It would just absolutely knock me out. Uh, I've never I've never had anything like that in my life. Wow! So, and, I mean, uh, yeah. how how many sessions of chemo did you have? Uh, six cycles, so that's six sessions. Uh, it was wow. uh, one cycle every three weeks. So it was, you could say just short of five months, but six cycles. And when did you start the cannabis? That was straight away. As soon as I was delivered this this shocking news, I said to a few of my mates, you know, has anybody got any sort of uh, ideas how to, how to battle this? I'm not ready to go yet. So I thought, you know, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be the loud mouth, not which is me. Um, and I, I, uh, I messaged one of my mates, Chris, um, and Matt, which put me in contact with Andy. Now, Andy is my supplier and, for a while this the very start has been by the side so it's with the good results that we've had it's 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 brilliant because i i I, just you know what i'm saying i it's just everything that's happened it seems to like it all just pull in it like it's tied in so this 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 kind of kind of this route i believe was Mm -hmm. made for me to go down to, to 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 show people you know this is what it's doing for me you know what i'm saying and how much were you taking? Uh, CBD, right. So CBD, I'd be taking it three times a day. Um, Pipette-wise, I, I think there are probably five mil pipettes. I was having two pipettes of CBD at breakfast, dinner, and tea. Also followed by, I had HHC plus CBN. I had one pipette of that uh, with the CBD three times a day. And then the THC was mainly before bed. But now I'm doing that three times a day. So I'm basically doing three oils three times a day. And uh, when you started taking this oil, did you find that it helped you with your chemotherapy? Yes. Um, in fact, I've, got, I've actually got pictures which back this story because not a lot of people believe me, is that when I was going through chemo, and it really hit me, like I said, up between day uh, six and 12 or whatever, that when I did have these oils, it would, specifically the THC or HHC, would give me that boost that I needed mentally-wise more than anything, you know, it was really a, a big pick-me-up for my brain, um, as well as the physical side, which um, I ended up ripping out my, my bathroom and, and with uh, ripping out my bathroom with with Becky, uh, going through the second or third cycle of chemo because I felt that good with CBD oils. That's that's what I felt like doing. So I, I've documented taking pictures of that. I mean, what other cancer patient does that? <laughs> so you're, you're remodeling your bathroom. <laughs> uh, literally, I mean, the, the, the thing with it is that the whole CBD uh, and, and cannabis route, I've ripped bathrooms out. I've been doing, I've been, I mean, <laughs> I've been stepping my downstairs toilet. I've knocked a bloody wall out because <laughs> I'm just like, why not? I bought a, a quad. Um, it's some of the stuff that I'm, I'm trying to do just to, to get the point across to people that cannabis, people look at it, some people look at it as a drug. And I'm like, no, this to me is, is medicine. This is what's going to stop me dying because chemotherapy, if I kept going on with it, you know, or they put me on this break. If now wants me to go back on it, 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 it that that chemo would be the thing that kills me, in my opinion. Yeah, because this, uh, you know, your story started about a year ago, July or August of uh, 2022. So, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're if you were on the chemo, your 12 months would have been uh, coming up. Yeah, and, yeah, very close. Uh, yeah, I, you know, we've interviewed a lot of a lot of people who have taken 
chemotherapy in conjunction with cannabis. And they initially start on chemotherapy because, you know, when you're given a terminal diagnosis, you're scared as hell and you'll do anything to survive. When they've taken cannabis along with the chemo, the chemo is, how do you say it, Corey, less harsh on the body than... Uh, I would say that, you know, people who choose to do do oil in conjunction with chemo, um, it's not just the, uh, it, it certainly lessens the intensity and severity of the side effects, mm-hmm. but it also uh, helps with how effective the actual chemo is. Now, I don't know if you remember when we used to interview uh, Dr. Dave Hepburn, he talked a couple of times about that, how people who do chemotherapy and do it in conjunction with oil, the results are far better by a country mile. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, that's you. Now, did you change your diet at all? I I have definitely changed my diet. I used to be uh, really quite bad for the fizzy pops and you know really sugary drinks and stuff like that. Um, mm. Immediately, I've had to cut all of those straight out. You know the, the high sugar content stuff, foods. Um, again, I, I well pre diagnosis, I uh, I used to like the lager quite a lot. That is now completely gone. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of dietary changes that I've, I'm making or have made. Um, I think there's still a lot I need to do, like clean eating. I mean, my, my wife's constantly on about eat your broccoli, your greens, this, that, the other. And I agree with her. It's hard. But I am trying to change my diet too, yeah. That's why she yeah. married you, Luke, to get you in shape. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sugar and processed foods are the absolute worst things. That's what I say to cancer patients. Worst things you can put in your mouth, sugar and Absolutely. processed foods. You know, and then, I mean, you can tweak it from there, but those are the two, the two major ones you don't want to be putting in. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Corey has a great line on sugar. It's the miracle grow for cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Every time you ingest yeah. sugar, it's like pouring miracle grow on cancer cells. So almost, yeah. all, almost all cancers um, are sugar burning. That's how they survive. So it uh, makes sense that that's what would happen when you ingest sugar. So what do you think was is the most important thing that you did diet-wise, Luke? What, what, what would you say are the important things to do? The thing that that I've done uh, straight away, like I said, that was the fizzy pop. Because I mean, if I've been looking on the back of tins, and you look like pair two hundred fifty uh, mil or whatever it is, you're like twelve grams of sugar or something. Like, Bloody hell, this is seven hundred fifty mil. It's yeah. So it, for me, the biggest or hardest one was the was the fizzy pop because it's I just used to live on it pretty much. Well, you know, it's not a, it's not uncommon for uh, cancer patients to crave sugar. Um, uh, and when, yeah. <laughs> when I speak with cancer patients, they'll go, hey, yeah, wait a minute. All of a sudden, I was like craving all the sugar. Um, and they're craving sugar because the cancer wants to grow. Interestingly Absolutely. enough, when people get on oil, often they find that that craving will dissipate quite substantially. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. In fact, with you saying that, I can relate to that because earlier this week, I was I was just sat here with, with Becky in bed just watching telly and I went, God, I, I really just want something really sweet. She went, oh, well, you're not having anything. So by the end of it, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have me, me, my oils and, and sort of lay down. I had that within, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour. I was like, I don't want that anymore. So, so yeah, that, I can relate to that completely. Yes, yeah. Now, you take THC at night. How much do you take? Well, I've got the new, I don't know what strength it is, and they sent me out some new THC. I used to do two big pipettes, which is probably about seven or eight mil, 
every night. But now I've got the double strength stuff. I'm doing one of those, which I'm trying to work up to two, so it'd be effectively the same, but the double strength stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what strength it is, but it's 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 enough to knock out probably a small horse. Do you take all of this orally? Yes, all orally. Uh, I do have some oil and the uh, as you mean like a little shrimp, which is made up for is it the uh, Borgen? What the, the, I've got like a vaporizer, I can't remember what brand it is to be honest with you. But you put your oil in, and it's like a like an oil vape, oil oven vape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, See, so I have that as well as uh, he did send out some THCA, which when I did have like little bits of it pain and, or whatever, that absolutely got rid of that pain within a few minutes. It was absolutely unreal. Great. How is the size of your liver tumor now? Ah, the last uh, size that I got was probably a few weeks ago, which was about 32 or 33 mil. So you, you'd be looking a good, what's that, 50% shrinkage? Yeah. 45, 50. There, there, there was slight growth on my most recent one, but that's because obviously, I don't know if there's been changes or oils that I'm taking differently, dietary, you know, but uh, I do believe that it's going to keep shrinking with, with these oils. And I, I've uh, I've actually turned down the chemotherapy because they wanted me to go back on it with this. I, I've had three mil growth, which, you know, it's minimal, but growth's growth in it. So it's, they kind of wanted me to go back on it. And I said, no. I'm going to refuse your chemotherapy. I'm going to go down the route with, with Andy's oils or the cannabis route. Like they obviously don't know uh, this side of it, but this is what I'm going to do. Uh, so I just point blank refused the, the chemotherapy with it, which they, they weren't really too happy about. To be honest. So you refuse chemotherapy and you haven't told them that you're taking cannabis. Yeah, that's right. I've refused the chemotherapy. I basically said to them, I want to try some uh, home remedies. I want to try different. I haven't told them exactly. I mean, they probably know. I mean, my face around you is pretty, pretty well known now, but <laughs> it's, it's, you know, <laughs> it's one of them, isn't it? Yeah, they must have been quite surprised or shocked when you refused chemo. Yeah, they, they um, I don't think, I mean, because he, he sort of said to me, look, we want to put you back on chemo. It's going to be a different drug. It's something like three different drugs now. Uh, and instantly I said, look, I'm not interested. I, I've had massive growth with uh, shrinkage, sorry, with other things that I want to try. So it, because the last time that the doctor gave me my results, it wasn't my actual oncologist. It was like a, a step in for him. He gave me the results of shrinkage, which whilst off chemo, I had 10 mil shrinkage on my liver, which obviously is one centimeter, which is massive, and something like two or three mil on my nodules, on my lungs. That was off chemo. I was doing nothing else other than the oils, maybe an iron tablet here and there to, to sort of help out. And there's no other reason for it. So when people say, you know, there's no evidence cannabis works, I'm living proof it works. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, Corey's living proof it works as, as well. She was given about less than six months, and uh, that was 12 years ago almost. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. How has this journey been for you mentally, Luke? Um, oh, at, the, at the start, I, I mean, is, is, I, I imagine Corey can uh, relate. It, it absolutely decimated everything. I mean, I, I don't think there's actual words for it. Um, it yeah, it, it was a very, very dark place. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still get me, me wobbly days. People see it on my YouTube and whatever, Instagram. But it's... It's, it's, it's getting easier now, and I found it far easier. The more that I stepped up the, the, the levels of my oils, it, it certainly helped with my, with my mental state, yeah. 
Yeah. How yeah. is uh, how's your wife been through all of this? She's again for, for anyone that would that's probably understands this kind of stuff. It's, it's it, it, it ripped her apart. It's 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 very hard on everyone, isn't it? Of course. I mean, even the kids, although they don't know, me and Becky between us are trying to sort of keep it on the on the on the, on the side, you know. So it's but yeah, it's it's been ridiculously hard on her. Even her family, my family, all everyone. Are they supportive of your decision to do only cannabis? Absolutely, yeah. When, when I first was sort of looking at doing this, I was a bit apprehensive myself. But I thought, what have I got to lose? I mean, if I don't do it, I've got one option, which would be chemo. And then if I look at that, it's, it's probably going to ruin me anyway. So I thought, you know, I'm going to try this, which I did. And, and Becky and my, my whole family and network that, that are with me have been ridiculously supportive um, with anything. If I need to drive somewhere, if I've had some oils, that there'll be help everywhere. Honestly, it's just amazing. Yeah, so it's, yeah, brilliant. Luke, do you do um, any supplements as well as uh, in there with your diet? Um, no, not really. And the only thing that I've really sort of uh, as supplement wise is iron. Um, and I uh, say, so if you want to look at it as a supplement, this fenbenzadol. I, I do yeah. use that as well. Yes. But uh, other than that, no, no, they're the only real sort of things that I use. Hmm. And were you, uh, did you lose any weight during this period? Yeah. Going through the chemo, that's, again, this is another factor, is going through sort of, I think it might have been the, 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 one of the last treatments that I had. I was, I was, I was always a steady sort of 10 stone three. And on the, one of these last sessions, I got such bad mouth ulcers and sores that I couldn't actually physically properly eat. And when I did... I'd have to like numb my face with um, some of this green liquid stuff I had, um, and, and I ended up losing just over well more than two stone because I'm I'm eight stone two now I think so yeah I've took a lot of weight. Yeah, I've seen videos of you and you're you're a thin guy. Yeah, no, it's nothing wrong. Not, nothing wrong with that. But uh, I saw a video of you doing push-ups. Oh yeah. Is it, I've tried to sort of with this with this kind of journey. I've tried to sort of put a spin on it because I'm all about mental health and and, and bringing people up. I mean, obviously with the cannabis. Um, so yeah, I thought what of a better way to to sort of capture people's minds and 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 get them interested than seeing a stage four terminal cancer patient or whatever you want to call me doing press ups and, and and being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not an idiot doing push-ups. <laughs> no, have have you had any conversations with anyone else who has had leiomyosarcoma? Um, I am in a uh, I am in a group on Facebook that's that's dedicated for the, for this uh, cancer, but not I don't overly speak to them too much because they're, they're sort of they're doing their own thing. They've got their own like little forum, but since being in like papers locally. Um, People have managed to find me or, or whatever and message me on different platforms. And yeah, I've had a lot of chats. I mean, th there's so much more cancer coming out of the woodwork now more than ever. And uh, personally, I kind of believe that this is down to one of the COVID jabs, if I'm honest with you. But um, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. When you talk to other, other patients and you tell them that you're taking cannabis, are they somewhat reluctant to follow your path? <laughs> Um, no, not really. It's quite surprising because I, I, I would have thought, I would have thought that way. So asking that question, so yeah, the the people that come to me, the, the, the kind of like the, the fuller questions, they just want to know, you know, 
how's how's whether it's for them or a specific person um, recently I'll talk about was it was his dad. Um, and he's got the same oils from Andy, and he he messaged me either today or yesterday. I can't remember. Saying that, do you get um, uh, like really colourful and bright dreams? I said I did do at the start. You know when your body's adapted to THC and I know all the other bits and bobs. But he said, oh, well, well my dad's he's had it and it was just checking that everything's all right. I said, you know, I'm not a doctor by any means, but that's pretty normal, mate. And as long as he's feeling good, let him keep doing it. Because, you know, in that in, in, in a cancerous mindset, you're going to be feeling pretty low, aren't you? So if anything's going to take it off and make you feel good, perfect. Yeah. You know, Luke, uh, I think the path that you're on is a good one. And I think... Your last name indicates to me that you're going to be successful because your last name is Goodwin. So this is going to be a good win for you. Absolutely. That's the one. Staying alive, right? (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think the Bee Gees wrote a song about staying alive. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it it was all meant to be. It was a good win. Um, absolutely brilliant yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so never forget that is it tough for you to be optimistic on a day-to-day basis yeah yeah but no actually i mean there's days where i wake up and i am like oh do you know what i just can't be bothered today it's 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 one of them days and you know sure enough as as soon as i've I've popped some oils or had me morning oils breakfast or whatever you give it that that time for it to kick in and it's like I'm a different person. It's 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 like that quick, um, but, but yeah, mm-hmm. of course it affects me just like it would anyone else listening or, or watching the story or, or whatever. Yeah, it's not easy, but you know you just got to keep that fire burning inside you. It's 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 a mental game. It really is a mental game. But obviously you've got at the side of that you've got to have something that's that's giving it that kind of that physical kick up the backside. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I suspect that the next time you go in for a scan, which may be six months from now, a year from now, that uh, your tumors, uh, if not gone, will be significantly reduced. Absolutely. And that will give you more reason to be optimistic about your future with uh, your wife and your family. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that's is. It, I, I say it to, I mean, I don't know if you've seen some of my videos, but I, I say like, it's, it's, this has happened to me for a reason because um, it just, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't see it as like a bad thing. Yeah, when I'm feeling a bit rubbish, I'm like, hey, yeah, I don't really like this. But because I'm, I'm, I'm sort of going round and I'm speaking to these people and it's making me feel good because I'm making them feel good as well as, you know, speaking to people like yourselves about, about cannabis and, and stuff like this, it's, it's getting that out there. And I, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, a lot of people say that cannabis, uh, cannabis, uh, cancer was the best thing that ever happened to them. And for those of us who have not been in that circumstance, Corey, would you would you say that cannabis uh, cancer was one of the best things to happen to you, or no? No, I don't know if I'd use the word best, but it certainly changed my life. It yeah. certainly changed my life and yeah. the trajectory of my life, and I certainly wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it hadn't happened. So, I mean. I think this was meant to be. I'll go that far with it, you know. Yeah. 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 Was Cannabis meant- was the best thing to ever happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah, go with that. I'll go with that. Yeah. But I can see where that comes from, yes, because it, it changes you. 
it, it yeah. totally changes you and and the trajectory mm-hmm. of your life it does yeah yeah significantly as well yeah yeah luke it was a pleasure to talk to you and uh this is going to be a good win for you just remember that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> thank you very much ian <laughs> good win absolutely great uh, great talking to you yeah you too thank you very much thank you so much Before we go, I want to let our listeners know that you can help us spread the word about the amazing, often life-saving health benefits of cannabis just by sharing the podcast, writing a review, or rating us. We very much appreciate uh, the help of everyone who's done that already, and we really like the five-star ratings. We'd also like to thank those of you who support the show by making a one-time donation or a monthly donation on our Patreon page, which you can do for as little as $5 a month. It helps to keep us running. You'll find out how to do that on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Thank you for your support. It means so much to us. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.